Welcome to the Alan Brazil Lockdown Podcast. Here we go. Hello and how are you and welcome, welcome. Thursday afternoon, wow, beautiful day again on the Alan Brazil uh, Lockdown Winecast. <laughs> Listen, I hope you enjoyed last week. Um, I must admit, I do love that red. It's fantastic, Crusher. Californian. A lot of texts and emails as well. I thank you for that. A lot of people know where, where we can get it from. So I did speak to my producer, and he's going to give me some details. But it's Crusher from California. It's red, but it is strong, 14.5. So what do we do today? I've done a little bit of um, breakfast radio this morning for Talk Sport with Ali McCoyst. And uh, Steve Harmison, love talking to Harmy and Ali, so funny, so bubbly. And we had a good four-hour chat about this and that. Yeah, obviously, it's difficult, isn't it, at home at the moment? Um, with not a lot you can do. And um, we're chatting about, you know, Ali's lucky. He's got a nice place. Harmy lives up um, Ashington, up that way, just north of Newcastle, up near Durham. Uh, 500 yards from the coast, he was telling me. So they've got plenty of open space, as I have on the Suffolk-Essex border. But so I'm sorry, if you're, if you're in a little flat or if you're on your own, or even if you're in a flat with a couple of kids, uh, you know, please, I feel for you, I really do. Me, get the kids to bed. If you fancy a little tipple today, we're going to talk a little bit about Rosie. Now, Rosie, Rosie's, um, my, my kids, they love her. I say kids, they're 27 33, 36, so 37 nearly. Um, you know, they're not kids anymore, but in the summer, they love they love nothing better than a glass of rosy. So the one the one I'm trying at the moment, I've just ordered some, and it's not the best I've tasted, I'll be honest with you, but around, oh, again, it's 13 quid a box. It's not cheap, but it's not mega, mega bucks as well. But it's a, a rosy from Provence region. I tell you what I did do the other night, and I love it. If you if you like a little, I don't know. I suppose it was a bit of romance, but a, a nice little movie, light-hearted, where someone just wants to get rid of something and then falls in love with it, and brings back history, memories from the kid. Then it's Russell Crowe in a good year. You can get that on. I think it's on Sky. Just page in on the search. A good year. Well, Russell Crowe basically. Um, he is a trader, a big market trader in London, uh, and he's pretty nasty with it. He's successful, but he's very, very nasty with it. Anyway, he recalls, he's, it starts off, it shows you a little kid with um, sort of granddad, or it was either granddad or his uncle, who owned the vineyard, and um, it shows you the two of them having some great times. He was obviously very young, um, playing cricket, swimming, etc. Anyway... He doesn't speak to his... Because of his job, he doesn't speak to his uncle for 10 years. So, basically, um, uncle dies, he passes, and he passes the estate, the vineyard, on to Russell Crowe. So, have a wee look, and it's in Provence. And you'll just... If you love... If you like France, and you love just, you know, little brasseries, outside cafes, you're going to love this movie. It's been out a while, but it's not one of the classics, but I promise you... Grab a glass of rosé and watch a good year, Russell Crowe. So anyway, the region we're talking about is down near, well, it's between Marseille and Saint-Tropez, okay? So I suggest you'd either fly into Marseille or Nice even, okay? And that brings me back to um, when I first really got involved 
in um, you know Provence and Rosés was I remember going to uh, the European Cup final with radio and we went to Moscow and of course it was the Chelsea Man United game and it poured and poured and poured and um, I was with the cricketer Ronnie Arani we were doing talk sport breakfast we had a great time it was fabulous although Moscow itself was a bit of a letdown because it was a building site for me because things have changed dramatically in Moscow now and um, they were just doing up everywhere there was cranes there was roadworks the, the taxi driver was a screwball Anyway, after the game, we then uh, stayed the night, and the following morning, very early, we left Moscow, and we flew to Nice. I can't remember. It wasn't that long a flight, but it was just nice. And we flew into Nice, and lo and behold, we got off the plane in Nice, and a helicopter was waiting for Ronnie and I, and whipped us over to Saint-Tropez, where we boarded this beautiful... um, It was like a mini-cruiser. So you wouldn't have a few thousand... In fact, you had about, I think it... I think 60, 50, 60 was the tops in this place. And what we're doing is we're boarding, having a cocktail party. Um, and that was the night before. And we got there early in the morning. So we basically got the bubbly, um, had a, a few ca- um, canopies, just nothing crazy. And just, it was beautiful. So the, for the following morning, very early. So this would be the Friday morning now. Off we sailed round the bay to Mo- to Monaco for the Grand Prix. Oh, and I remember going to bed that night, the first night on the boat, and uh, I think it was called, was it Seaborne or something, Sea something, and uh, put Sinatra on, had a beautiful suite, put Sinatra on his live concert in Vegas and, and just watched it all as we sailed through the night and woke up, bang, and the glitz and the glamour of the Grand Prix in Monaco. It was magical, I promise you. And we took the little boats into the Grand Prix with tickets, and a few of my friends had boats in the harbour as well. That was one hell of a week, let me tell you. The European Cup final, the Champions Cup final, and then on to the Grand Prix in Monaco. And it was there where we started, uh, people were saying, try this. Now, this is probably the nicest. There's two nice um, roses I like, oat. O double T, okay, Provence, and uh, it's, it's beautiful. The problem is it's very, very expensive, and I mean very. Now you might have heard me on radio talking about Langans Brasserie, uh, which I love up in the West End, Piccadilly in London. Richard Shepherd was the chef there for so many years uh, with Michael Caine, Peter Langan, people like that. It was magic. And uh, it was a place to be back in the 70s. Well, Richard actually still has a bit of language, but he lives out in Provence. And I was talking to him about Rosie, and he says, Alan, oh, it's beautiful, but it's way overpriced, way over, and there's better, okay? So the, one I, uh, the other one, sorry, the other one I love, I've just ordered a case, is Whispering Angel, okay? And I'll tell you a little bit more about that when we demolish the case, because that is another one of my favourites. In fact, I usually have that when I'm down in Marbella, when we're down there for a long weekend. But again, that's expensive. So I'll find out a little bit more. Anyway, this is not an explore. This this is more um, every day or maybe one, two a week bottle of wine this is. Uh, it's in between Marseille and Saint-Tropez, a place called Pougieville. Um, and it's a, a, a family estate which is very, very famous uh, it's the Fab, Fab I, I'll call him Andre Fab, who's the horse racing trainer in Chanty, who's won so many classics. Well, I'm not sure it's the same family, but it's the same spelling, F-A-B-R-E, Fabre. And um, it's a P 
picture postcard French vineyards are looked up. Steeped in history, you can go back to the time of King Louis XIV, once a hunting lodge of the Count Perifou, where the king gave him privilege to hunt and breed pigeons, etc. They've been producing these grapes for, what is it, 20 years now. A combination of many grapes, uh, Surah, uh, Grenache, Sinsault, uh, Roll. It's very, very light in colour. Uh, and it's very, very nice. Now, it, when you first pick this wine and have a glass, just let it breathe. Red fruits, hints of strawberries, cherry raspberries, and I found the most watermelon. There was a touch of, a big touch of watermelon in this wine and a touch of peppery spice to finish. The finish, for me, I'm just a little bit not sure about this, the finish, but when you first put it in your mouth, take your taste and swish it around, it's really, really nice. So it's very fermented, so it can be considered a diet wine less sugar, okay? So this is Chateau de la Didier. Hopefully I pronounced that properly. Chateau de la Didier. And it's a 2018 uh, from Provence. Um, it's probably around 13, 14 pounds as well. So it's, it's not, it's, it's, as I say, if, you, if you're worried about the sugar intake and you're a little bit worried about um, too much wine, especially putting pounds on, then this is pretty good. The finish, as I said earlier, was just a little... A little bit, a little bit, that peppery spice to finish. I love that in a red, but I'm not sure I want that in a rosy. So I'm going to give this 6 out of 10, okay? So Chateau de la Didier 2018. It's definitely worth a try. Didier uh, 2018. It's worth a try. And food pairing, I suppose we should talk about that. It's pretty simple. I think chicken, pork, shellfish, um, which should be fine. But as I say, listen, I'm going to try more of it. But at the moment, I love the Crusher. The Crusher for me was 8, 9 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10. This one, 6, 6.5 tops. But if you like a fruity, fresh, dry, is dry, don't forget, with hardly any sugar, then give it a go. Cuvée Chateau de la Deirdre, 2018. So happy drinking and keep safe, for goodness sake. We're nearly there. Maybe just a few more weeks, we are nearly there. I'm now going to have a little walk. It's beautiful out here. 70, 71, 72 at touch today. Brilliant. We'll have another one on Sunday on the Alan Brazil Lockdown Winecast. We're now on iTunes. You can have a look. And on Twitter, um, at Alan Brazil. Tell me what you thought of the crusher. Tell me if you've had a chance to try Chateau de la Didiere 2018. And uh, we've got loads to come, including a beautiful 2005 bottle of Patrus that Mr. Chris Evans gave me a few months ago, and the wife won't let me open that. <laughs> I'll speak to you Sunday. God bless. Keep safe.